This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with the cloudy sky, 57 degrees at the KVOM studios. On this Monday, the 16th of January, 2023, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We do have a 30% chance of rain today. It looks like it may hold off for the parade this morning. Should be gone by 3 o'clock this afternoon. Mostly cloudy skies, a high in the upper 60s, but we'll have some gusty winds. Tonight, partly cloudy and windy, a low of 46. Sunshine Tuesday with calm winds and a high of 67. We've got a 30% chance of overnight showers Tuesday night, otherwise mostly cloudy and 51. Wednesday, 90% chance of rain, possibly a thunderstorm, high in the low 60s. Rain should move out by Wednesday night. We'll have partly cloudy skies and gusty winds, a low of 43, and sunny and windy on Thursday with a high around 50. Right now, clouds in 57 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Rebecca Baker, at the Moralton Community Center. Obituaries this morning, Judy Bartlett, age 70, died Wednesday, January 11th. She was a Christian and is survived by her sons, David Vickstrom and Michael Vickstrom, both of Moralton, her daughter, Melissa Ladd of Michigan, four brothers, two sisters, eight grandchildren, and one great-granddaughter, among others. Funeral service will be announced at a later date. Arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Emma Earl Jones Fletcher, age 87, died on Tuesday, January 3rd. She is survived by her husband of 59 years, Jim Fletcher, her daughter, Karen Fletcher Missler, two grandsons, one sister, and two brothers, among others. Funeral service for Emma Earl Jones Fletcher will be this morning at 10 at Welcome Home Baptist Church in Rose Creek with Rev. Charles Byrd officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Jeannie Rebecca Hayes Bradford, age 48, of Little Rock, died on Friday, January 13th. She was a member of Geyer Springs Baptist Church and is survived by her husband, Steve Bradford of Little Rock, son Braxton Zimmerman of Little Rock, Two brothers, one sister, her mother Donna Williams of Jonesboro, her stepmother Peggy Hayes of Little Rock, stepchildren Sarah Dennison Johnson, Haley Bradford, Hannah Seifert, Paige Bradford of Little Rock, and Kirsten Benedict, and two grandchildren. Graveside service for Jeannie Rebecca Hayes Bradford will be this afternoon at 2 at Cherry Hill Cemetery with Steve Bradford officiating. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Turning to news this morning, the Mayflower Police Department and Faulkner County Sheriff's Office are investigating a shooting that occurred on the westbound ramp of Interstate 40 in Mayflower early Saturday afternoon. The Sheriff's Office says multiple shots were fired around 12.20 p.m. and a male victim was transported to a local hospital for treatment. The Mayflower Police Department is seeking public assistance in locating a suspect believed to be a black male driving a silver or gray four-door car. The suspect, last seen wearing a blue hoodie, left the scene headed westbound on I-40. If you have any information about the incident, you're asked to contact the Mayflower Police Department. 501-470-1000. That's 501-470-1000. Cloudy and 57 at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 67 with a slight chance of rain till about 3 o'clock this afternoon. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. 
Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 736, mostly cloudy and 57 degrees at the KVOM studios. An Arkansas judge voided a state panel's decision to allow the Cherokee Nation to build a casino in Pope County, ruling Thursday that the license was issued in violation of the state's constitution. Pulaski County Circuit Judge Tim Fox struck down the license issued in 2021 to Cherokee Nation Businesses and Legends Resort and Casino, the company set up by the Cherokee Nation to build the casino. Judge Fox ruled that the State Racing Commission did not have the authority to issue the license jointly to Legends and CNB. He also ruled that Legends was not eligible for a license since it did not have prior casino experience. CNB and Legends Resort and Casino filed notice Friday afternoon that they planned to appeal the ruling An attorney said they would ask the state Supreme Court to expedite the case. Cherokee Nation businesses purchased more than 180 acres of land for the casino, but construction had not yet begun. Mississippi-based Gulfside Casino Partnership, a competing applicant, had filed a lawsuit challenging the license. Lucas Brown, attorney for Gulfside, said in a statement, quote, Gulfside remains committed to building a first-class entertainment destination in Pope County and bringing good-paying jobs and economic development to Arkansas, and this ruling that Legends was not qualified is a step in that direction, unquote. The city of Moralton is again joining other communities throughout the state and the nation in recognizing Tuesday, January 17th as a National Day of Racial Healing 2023. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer issued the proclamation during last week's city council meeting, urging all citizens to promote truth, racial healing, and transformation in the ways that are best suited for them individually, as a means to working together to ensure the best quality of life for every child. The proclamation states that Racial healing is a vital and crucial commitment to the education, social, mental, and overall well-being of all residents of Moralton, particularly children. A Moralton veterinarian will be a part of this week's segment of Good Roots on Arkansas PBS. The segment is focused on mental health among farmers and ranchers. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, farming is considered one of the most stressful occupations in the United States, with the suicide rate reaching about 50% higher than the national average. In the show, Dr. Cy Shirtliff of Moralton Veterinary Clinic discusses the importance of normalizing the conversation and identifying signs of depression among farmers and ranchers. This week's Good Roots segment will premiere on Arkansas PBS during Arkansas Week, Friday night at 7.30, and live stream at myarpbs.org. Segments and bonus footage of Good Roots are also featured on all Arkansas PBS digital platforms. 
The Washita and Ozark St. Francis National Forests will be conducting prescribed burns in Arkansas and Oklahoma over the next several months. Prescribed burns are conducted when the conditions indicate that natural resource management objectives will be met and there will be minimal impact to the public. The Washita and Ozark St. Francis National Forest will notify media outlets and smoke-sensitive residents on days when prescribed fires are scheduled in their areas. People with smoke sensitivities who are not already on the Forest Service's prescribed burn notification list should contact their nearest Forest Service Ranger District office. Let's remind you from our community calendar that the Conway County Branch NAACP will host the annual Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Parade beginning at Moralton City Park today. Line up at 945, followed by a prayer and short message in remembrance of Dr. King in front of Pavilion No. 1 at 1030. The parade starts at 11. For more information, you can call Billy Sanders at 501-208-2945. Registration for the Moralton Parks and Recreation Women's Volleyball League will continue through tomorrow. Individuals or teams can sign up at the Moralton Community Center on Harding Street. It's for ages 16 and older. The fee is $250 a team. The season begins January 23rd, and for more information, call 501-354-4122. And the Plumberville City Council will meet Tuesday night at 6 in the community room at Plumberville City Hall. Well, we know that you want to keep up with what's happening in your community. We also know that our busy lives sometimes make it impossible for us to listen to KVOM's Newswatch as it airs at 7.30. That's why we created the KVOM Newswatch podcast. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. We post it each weekday morning, and it's brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 741. It's mostly cloudy, 57 at the KVOM studios. Coming up, we'll hear from the Arkansas Department of Heritage, a special segment coming your way a little bit later on on Newswatch. Eric Tyler has sports and weather as KVOM's morning Newswatch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswire with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Things didn't come quite as easy against Pottsville this time around for Marlton Senior Girls basketball team, but the Lady Devilogs were able to beat the Lady Apaches 52 38 Friday night in Pottsville to remain unbeaten in 4A4 conference play. The Lady Devilogs beat Pottsville 52 19 when the teams played in Marlton last month. Friday night, Lady Devil Dogs were able to maintain the lead throughout the game, but it was closer than in the previous matchup. Marlton led by just seven points at halftime after the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Some backcourt pressure. It'll come into Kent. Kent's going to try to beat the clock behind the back into the lane. Shot up and good. Count at four. Cheyenne Kemp. And that'll make it a seven-point game as the teams head to the locker room. Junior John Brockman led the Lady Devil Dogs with 16 points. Senior Cheyenne Kent followed with 13 as Marlton improves its record to 18-3 overall and 8-0 in conference play. The boys game needed two overtimes to determine a winner, and it was Pottsville that prevailed 53-50. After back-and-forth first quarter, the Apaches kept a lead from the second quarter on, but the Devil Dogs forced overtime on the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game with 23 seconds remaining. Mosley inbounding, he'll get it into Swinton. 
back in midcourt. Now Mosley, right side, three-pointers good. We are tied. Tied at 41 as Mosley drains the three. After both teams scored three points in the first overtime, the Apaches outscored the Devil Dogs 9-6 in the second overtime to escape with the win. Junior Corey Mosley led the Devil Dogs with 16 points. Senior Dylan Feingren and Junior Malik Pleasant each scored 10. The loss is the second consecutive for the Devil Dogs, who fall to 13-7 overall, 6-3 in conference play. Marlton will continue conference play on Tuesday against Clarksville. At Devil Dog Arena, games will broadcast live on KVOM. Senior Sam Reynolds scored 32 points to help Wonderview's senior boys remain perfect in 1A4 conference play with a 65-41 victory over Guy Perkins on Friday night in Wonderview. Seniors Tyler Gottsmoner and Gage Looney added 11 points for the Daredevils to improve their overall record to 19-5 and their conference record to 7-0. Lady Daredevils placed three players in double figures in a 66-38 victory. Junior Layla Terry led Wonderview with 14 points. Junior Allie Pruitt followed with 12 and senior Maddie Stovall scored 10 as Lady Daredevils improved to 16-7 overall, 6-1 in conference play. Wonderview won the junior boys game 43-18. Wonderview's off until they host Nemo Vista on January 24th and games will broadcast live on KVOM. Segarts scheduled 1A4 conference games at Scranton Friday night were canceled. The Knights will be back in action on Tuesday against Arkansas School for the Deaf. The 15th-ranked University of Arkansas men's team gave up 63 second-half points to Vanderbilt. 63 points in the half to Vanderbilt. A 97-84 loss to the Commodores on Saturday afternoon in Nashville. Ricky Council led Arkansas with 24 points. Marlton's Joseph Pinion scored six points for the Razorbacks, who have lost their last three games to fall to 12-5 overall, 1-4 in Southeastern Conference play. Hogs will play at Missouri on Wednesday. The Arkansas women's team plays Vanderbilt tonight. Tip-off from Bud Walton Arena scheduled for 6 p.m. The Henderson State women's team beat Southwestern Oklahoma 85-65 on Saturday. Marlton's Tamia Templeton had six points and nine rebounds in that game for the Reddies. Sacred Hearts' Mackenzie Greeson was a leading scorer for the University of the Ozarks women's team in the Lady Eagles' 79-39 loss to East Texas Baptist on Saturday. Grayson scored nine points on three of three, shooting from downtown. Former Wonderview standout Caleb Squires knocked his collegiate career high with 23 points and added four rebounds and two assists to lead the Hendricks College men's team to a 77-61 victory over Millsaps College on Friday in Conway. Squires followed that performance with a 19-point game in the Warriors' 92-80 loss to Birmingham Southern on Sunday. You look at weather now on this Monday, and we've got humidity at 77%. Breezy this morning with south winds around 24 miles per hour. Pressure 29.75 inches. Our low temperature this morning, 53 degrees. High yesterday, 63. A year ago today, the low was 30 with the high of 41. No rain over the weekend at KVOM. Total for the year remains at 1.96 inches. Our sunset this evening is 522. Sunrise tomorrow morning will be at 718. In forecast for Martin Luther King Jr. Day calls for a 30% chance of rain. That will mainly be before 3 p.m. Otherwise cloudy, a high near 67, but breezy with wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Partly cloudy skies tonight, low around 46. A mostly sunny day expected tomorrow with the high near 67. And then we'll have 90% chance of rain in there on Wednesday. And a little bit cooler temperatures by the end 
of the week. Right now we have overcast, breezy conditions, and 57 degrees in Marlton as Newswatch on this Monday morning continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. And now our tour through Arkansas Heritage with your host, Patrick Massey. Today on our Arkansas Heritage Tour, we go to one of my favorite places in all of Arkansas. That is Washington, where we are joined by Melissa Nesbitt. Melissa is the archival manager at the Southwest Arkansas Regional Archives, and she is here to tell us more about the importance of genealogy and the archives work to collect and preserve cultural artifacts unique to Southwest Arkansas. Melissa, it is so great to have you with us today. Great to be here with y'all. Well, thank you. And hey, let's just launch right into this. First off, Melissa, can you tell us more about the Southwest Arkansas Regional Archives and your mission? Yes. We are actually a branch of the Arkansas State Archives out of Little Rock here in Washington, Arkansas. Now, that's Washington and Hempstead County. Um, A lot of people get us confused with being in Washington County, but we're actually down in the southwest part of the state. And um, our mission basically is to focus on the 12 counties of southwest Arkansas that were originally part of Hempstead County and to collect and preserve and make accessible the historical documents that pertain to that area. Excellent. Now, Melissa, obviously genealogy is going to be a huge part of what you guys do down there at the Southwest Arkansas Regional Archives. Now, we've seen this explosion of interest in genealogy over the years through services like 23andMe. I know there's a bunch of others out there. So i got to know, why is genealogy so important? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, you know, and, and some people are more into it than others, but I think for a lot of people it. Uh, just like myself, for instance, it just it gives you a sense of connection to the past that you wouldn't otherwise have because it makes it much more personal. And I actually like to talk more about family history than just genealogy. Genealogy is kind of the bones of it, and then family history is kind of the meat on those bones. And so it helps to place yourself and your family, your ancestors in historical context and kind of some of the events that were going on. Um, for instance, if we have a second, I can just tell you if um, World War I had not happened, we would not be sitting here having this conversation. What? Uh, tell me more. me, that's how my dad's father met his mom. Um, he was traveling on a troop train from Louisiana to Lee Hall, Virginia. They made a stop in Ryzen, Arkansas, and they met. The young ladies had come down to the train station and were exchanging addresses with the soldiers, and they exchanged addresses. 
began writing to one another, and then they were married in April of 1919. He was discharged from the Army in March, and they were married just a couple of weeks later. Oh, my goodness, that is so fascinating. Well, <laughs> you know, I... And that's just one of my what-ifs. Well, <laughs> so it, it really is fascinating when you start looking into all of the, the what-ifs of, you know, if this has happened or not happened, would I be here? Well, no, thank you for that story because, again, this genealogy, as you mentioned, it, it brings this personal involvement to history, and, and the history is just one of those subjects. It's one of those contexts that we seem to be somewhat losing in these modern, fast-paced times of ours. So yeah, that, that's fantastic. I think I, I, would, I would bet to say that that everybody out there has maybe got a similar story that they can look back to, you know, um, that, that that personal relationship with yes. with history. Yes, so. and everybody's story is going to be a little bit different, obviously. So that's, to me, what makes it exciting. It's, it's a unique journey for each one of us. Melissa, I would like to ask you, um, given all this interest in genealogy and all the support you guys are able to provide through the Southwest Arkansas Regional Archives. You know, if you could just maybe explain to our listeners how the archives can help those interested in learning more about their own genealogy. Sure. Um, Well, first of all, if you don't know how to get started, we can certainly help you get on the right track with that. Um, We have a lot of wonderful resources in our library, as well as just talking to staff here. Um, We have lots of great records that are accessible both online and through microfilms, such as our uh, newspapers, county records, um, and then we have our manuscript collections as well. And those are going to include original items such as letters and journals and um, maps and, and family Bibles as well. And those can often be a great wealth of information because, you know, in, in a lot of, back in the older times, a, a Bible often contained a, a few pages, oftentimes in the center, but between the Old and the New Testaments, they would have the pages that were for the family record of births and deaths and marriages. And so you don't want to overlook those. And we do actually have family Bibles that have been donated. And one in particular that comes to my mind is from a family by the last name of Nance. And not only does it incorporate and and record their family's births and and other dates, um, they also recorded the births of people who were enslaved to them. And for people searching African-American genealogy, this is absolute gold because records are oftentimes a little harder to find. And so, you know, that is one great way that we can help people connect to that is having those original sources available. Now, we won't have them necessarily for everybody's family, but what's been donated here is certainly accessible and readily available. That's fantastic. Access to those kind of primary documents are so critical when it comes to researching anything historical. So to know that you guys, well, you, you have that in the archives. I mean, uh, uh, what more can I possibly say there? Now, I would really like to hear, uh, again, I, I can't keep 
I can't say enough just how much interest we've seen in genealogy over these last few years. So, Melissa, I'd love to hear any tips you might be able to share uh, for an Arkansan who's listening to this, and you know whether whether this is a process they're they're working on right now or something they want to launch into into the future. Any tips you have on researching, you know, family history? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, and as I mentioned before, if you don't know how to get started, certainly connect with the staff here or at the State Archives, and um, we can help you get started. But main thing to remember with genealogy and family history is you always start with what you know and work backwards to what you don't know. And you ought to start with yourself and then build your tree from there. So that's step one. And so once you've done that, then we're able to help you see maybe which direction you need to go next. Um, it's kind of like being a detective in a lot of ways. You, you look for these clues and you chase down leads and you learn how to weigh the evidence to see what is the most probable that, you know, because you might have, you know, there are no telling how many John Smiths there are in the world, for example. So you've got to make sure you're searching the right John Smith or the right Susie Jones or, or whoever that you're looking for. And um, so that's, that's where you need to start, and we can certainly show you how to access the online resources that we have available here. We offer free access to Ancestry.com. A lot of people don't um, necessarily have the means to get a subscription to that, but we offer it for free here. Um, there are other free resources that we have, and it costs nothing to come in here, by the way. A lot of people ask us how much we charge for admission, and there is no admission. You just sign up for a research card, and it's free of charge to anybody. It doesn't even have to be anybody in state. It can be people out of state, out of the country. Um, and we have had visitors from other countries before, too, which is interesting to me. So, um, and then the last thing I would say is, is just get yourself organized and keep everything organized. Find a system that works for you and have fun with it. I love it. What amazing resources you guys are offering through there. And uh, you touched on so many issues there that I hope listeners, they catch all that and they and they really take advantage of what you guys offer there. Now, anybody listening to this maybe wants to find out a little bit more, maybe can't make it quite down to Washington right away. Where would you turn them to? Okay. You can always go to our website, which is archives.arkansas.gov. Excellent. Well, Melissa, I got to say thank you so much for this wonderful information on genealogy and, and just everything that the Southwest Arkansas Regional Archives is doing. Again, if you're interested in learning more, check out the digital archives online, archives.arkansas.gov, or make an appointment to visit the archives in person. Melissa, I can't express enough just how thankful I am for you taking a few moments to, to detail everything you guys do over there. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me on today. Well, thank you. All right. Well, you have a fantastic year, okay? And I hope we get to talk again about this. Okay, me too. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us through this tour of Arkansas Heritage. 
You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.